forget everything you've ever heard about dieting. What if you could eat the foods you love and find a way to get fit that was actually enjoyable? Welcome to Have It All with Devin Alexander. The chef from TV's Biggest Loser has lost 70 pounds and kept it off for over 30 years. She has also helped others to stop yo-yo dieting and actually transformed their lives. Now, here's your host, Devin Alexander. Hey, everyone. I hope you are having an amazing week. Um, It's about to get better. Uh, Today, my guest, I'll intro him in a minute, but um, he changes lives like truly and he's not a weight loss expert but you may just find yourself dropping pounds after you hear this today uh i am going as i said in a minute as soon as i give you my regular jelly bean update which is actually really short um today yesterday she turned seven months um in two days thus she, she will have been in my life for seven months which i still just can't believe Um, my life has been so changed. And as everybody knows, you know, I spent so many years in what I call selfish mode, just kind of doing my thing and being single and or in, you know, fluffy relationships, uh, and running to launch parties and jumping on planes and, you know, obviously trying to make an impact in the world, but it was all on my time, you know, never really committing to even, you know, going to see people a month in advance or whatever. And so I was worried that she might, um, that I might not want her as much as I thought I did, even though I felt like I was longing for a child. And uh, it's just been, I mean, she's just so amazing. Like my life has been changed like you would not believe. And it, and it kind of, um, I think I'm just going to end that there and lead into the guest Because, you know, I talk a lot about how when you are doing something that you're so passionate about that the pounds fall off and that when I coach people, I never start with like eat this and I never put people on a diet. I think so much of it is when you find your passion and you start stop obsessing, obsessing about food. Goodness gracious, I'm tongue tied. Uh, that's when the pounds come off. And yes, you have to eat healthy. And yes, you have to, you know, do all of the things that I talk about on the other side. But the mental part of it and the feeling like so good and the reason to feel even better is what really sparks that. So today's guest is Mike Sherbakoff. He's an entrepreneur, philanthropist, and adventurer, which I love that part of it. He's the founder of the Greatness Foundation, which is an impact accelerator creating a better world, and the CEO of Greatness Media, helping launch and grow purpose-driven brands. He works closely with individuals, startups, and billion-dollar companies. He has worked with Fitbit, Lululemon Athletica, and Equinox in recent initiatives, which I love that he just happens to overlap. It's the greatness foundation, but he happens to overlap in all of these amazing fitness companies that we all love. Um, And he's a former active duty United States Marine, has traveled to 52 countries and counting, and believes strongly that our greatness is not what we have, but what we give. Welcome, Mike. Devin, thank you so much for having me. I'm really grateful to be here. Oh my God. Thank you so much. And thank you also for your service in the Marines. I, uh, I think that's so important. Thank you. Yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely an interesting and a very important time in my life. 
I'm sure. Well, I would love to hear first how you like, well, first, let's tell people what the Greatness Foundation is in case they don't already know. Okay. Yeah. So at the end of the day, the Greatness Foundation is a community of people that want to make a difference. Um, I'll share a quick story with you. I uh, Six years ago, was invited on a house build project in Mexico, and we showed up, and there was nothing but dirt there. This family had been living on this plot of dirt with sticks for walls and tarp for a roof for the last 10 years. And in two short days, a group of us had built this home, two-bedroom loft insulation electric. We dedicated the house on a Sunday. And as we're driving back to San Diego, I found myself crying in the van. And uh, I'm not a big crier. I'm in touch with my emotions, but I don't cry all the time. And I, so I, there, I knew there was something there, and I was trying to figure out what it was. And I had this very clear realization that this is what I want to spend the rest of my life doing, this kind of work. And so when I got back to San Diego, I started to look around and ask people, is there a community of people like this that exist that want to make a difference? And the overwhelming answer that I got was everyone wanted to do the same kind of thing. They wanted to come on houseboat projects. They wanted to live purposeful, fulfilling, meaningful lives. They, but there wasn't a community. And so the entrepreneur in me kind of thought, well, if this community doesn't exist, let me create it. And so for six years now, we've been doing these projects and we've, um, you know, we've expanded way beyond just these impact trips that we do. But at the end of the day, it's a community where people can come and have all of the resources they need to actually fulfill and take action and, and just like you create inspiration, create inspiration and inspired action for people to do um, what it is they're passionate about, what it is they feel like their purpose is. That is awesome. Well, I'm curious, going back one step, like when someone invited you on that trip, what was the feeling? Why did you go? Because I know a lot of people, you know, we all hear about trips like this. And yet you're like, oh, I don't have the money or, oh, I don't have the time or, oh, I don't have like, given that you ended up in tears and it had that impact, like what was the driver that got you there? Yeah. You know, I, I, I believe that there's always, um, a little bit of this whisper in our heart that's telling us what, um, and, and guiding us in a way. I call it a divine discomfort. I say, mm. you know, if there's that, that feeling that we wake up in the morning, and it actually relates to our health and wellness and in so many areas of our life, but it's that feeling when if you wake up in the morning and you know something is a little bit off, right? Mm-hmm. So as you mentioned in the intro, I, I spent yeah. five years on active duty in the Marines. I ended up getting my degrees in kinesiology and psychology. I really fell in love with this, with the wellness field. And I started my first business and I had done well. And so I had checked all of these boxes, right, of um, what I thought was really important. And yet I still had that divine discomfort there. I knew something felt off a little bit. And so when my friend invited me, I, I, I had this visceral reaction. I knew I needed to go. I didn't know why. I just knew I needed to go. And since then, as the more that I just follow that feeling of knowing something feels a little bit off, I feel out of alignment somewhere, how can I get more into alignment? It's just led me to the most amazing things, including this incredible community and getting to support people all over the world, follow that journey for themselves too. You know, it's so funny you say that because that's how I was with Jellybean for years. I mean, I'm a little bit older 
And a lot of my friends, when they hit their mid to late thirties, they're like, yeah, I'm not going to have kids. Like if it didn't happen or they didn't meet the guy or whatever it was. And they're like thinking that they're too old. And I, my feeling has gotten stronger that I have to do it, that I have to do it. And you know, as I said, while I had the fears that maybe it wasn't going to be the right thing, maybe I was so used to being selfish, I wouldn't like it. Um, I it, like kind of kicked myself, except that I got the perfect child for me. So I think time, <laughs> like everything worked out perfectly. But uh, I, I really do believe in that. And I, you know, I strongly urge people to take your advice. And, you know, if you do have a feeling like that, to, you know, make things happen if they're meaningful and you know right i mean obviously and, not super indulgent and crazy but um but yeah passionate <laughs> well and ultimately you know everyone is going to have a different opinion on how you need to live your life right i'm sure when you shared this idea with some of your friends some thought it was great some thought it was crazy some thought you know somewhere different everyone has an idea in their mind or an opinion on on how to live your life but you are the only one that actually knows and I like to, you know, anytime I have conversations like this, I like to play pretend, right? So mm-hmm. let's pretend for just a minute that there's a bigger picture, whatever that is to someone, right? Mm-hmm. And then let's also pretend that in this bigger picture that we have been given a blueprint. Like we have, I, I say we have greatness within us. We, it's like this seed that's been planted that's just waiting to grow. And let's pretend that we actually have the blueprint and we're being guided the every step of the way as long as we can kind of get out of our own way and we can listen to that little whisper I talked about on the back of the heart or, you know, that divine discomfort where something feels a little bit off. And so the fact that you knew that you wanted jelly bean, um, you know, fear, uncertainty, doubt, all these things kick in, but but that that feeling was more important, right? And you knew. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. a knowing. And so I think the more that we just get to trust ourselves and trust that feeling and know that in, in some way, in some bigger picture, we really are being guided and not only guided, we're being supported. I mean, the, the amazing people that come into your life when you do step into living a life on purpose is amazing. Well, and I'm so glad you said that because to be honest, like I thought of adopting or fostering 10 years ago. And at the time, my circle of friends was not as positive. And one of them was like, wow, you're a bleeding heart. And like, just kind of really dismissed it. And honestly, like that made it at that time harder. Whereas fast forward 10 years, I had so much bigger a community of people who are like, you have to do it. Like you talk about having a child all the time. It's what you want, you know? Number one, but then also, like, I want people to really think about the fact that you will always encounter a naysayer. And there was, like, long story short, there was a woman on the beach when she heard that I was thinking of fostering who wanted to share her negative experience like crazy with me to the point that I went to my girlfriend, who is the most positive person that I know, and I'm like, how do I tell somebody that, like, I'm living in a love zone and I've made this decision? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like... How do you very nicely shut down those people who just for whatever reason have their own negativity and their own like stop gap or something? Um, because I literally, I was just like, thank you for your feedback. I've made this decision. Right. Like I've heard it work out. The statistics are the opposite, you know, but I was just like, love zone, go away. That's also why community is so important. That's why, you know, when people ask what the greatness foundation is, I say at the end of the day, it's a community. We have all these other resources, but it's community. 
And it it's a community of people that support one another. You just, you know, you have this perfect illustration of 10 years ago, you may not have had these people in your life that were as supportive. And now everyone in your life, it's like the fertile soil, right? I talked about that seed of greatness that we have planted in us. If we can put ourselves in environments, an environment, a lot of our environment is who we spend time with. It also includes the kinds of things we're thinking about, the kinds of books we're reading, the kinds of things we're watching, the kinds of conversations we're engaging in. But certainly a large part of that fertile soil in order for that seed to grow comes from your community. And so I always tell people, and it, it, it totally relates to you know weight loss and wellness and everything too, that idea, Jim Rohn says that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, right? That's uh-huh. not just some crazy idea. It's actually, when you surround yourself with inspiring, positive, loving, kind, compassionate people, you're actually going to become more of that. And then hopefully you inspire them too. And it's, you know, it's in friendships, it's in intimate relationships, it's, it's in everything. It's, you want to surround yourself with people who inspire you and who, who actually push you closer towards your dreams. Absolutely. I'm curious, before you started the foundation, what was, you said, and before you went on the retreat, I guess you called it, um, what did you, what was your business? I know you said you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. So as soon as I graduated, I actually started uh, HMS Fitness, which uh, my son, his name is Holden Michael Sherbakov, and it was also Heart, Mind, Soul. So I I loved uh, a different approach to wellness, which was more of a holistic approach. So I looked at um, the mind body integration, as as you mentioned in the introduction too, knowing that it's it's much more than just fitness or it's much more than just nutrition. But I ended up getting my yoga teacher training, and so so I worked with um, clients, and we did private and semi private training on um, on wellness, but really approaching wellness from a space also of gratitude and compassion, and working on all of these different areas of their life. And they started to see themselves become healthier. Wow. So, You know, it's really funny. I know that you have um, gratitude practices, which we are going to talk about. We have a couple minutes before our break, so I don't want to jump way into that. But I really do think that uh, every, I, I don't know, I feel like every person that I talk to who totally inspires has some sort of either morning routine or evening routine or some sort of gratitude practice. And I'm really, I mean, I do too. Um, I'm starting to think that it's impossible to get through life without one. Mm. Yeah, I'll even go to the extent of saying I I also love having conversations and interviews with, with people who are doing great things in the world. And one of the common themes, in fact, I still today have, to this day, have not met someone who is doing something amazing and truly happy in their lives that doesn't have some form of gratitude practice, that isn't a quote unquote grateful person. And so, you know, that's not just coincidence. I think that that's really important. If, if the recipe for, you know, happiness and success and greatness in your life uh, can be boiled down to a few different ingredients, gratitude is absolutely one of them. And it's, it's a very simple practice. I completely agree. And I love what yours is. So we're going to go to break now and we come back. We're going to pick up and uh, give people some ideas about how they can work that into their lives and get even happier. Awesome. (laughs) Stay tuned, everyone. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Tune in to the Spotlight 
with Tony D'Urso for an entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussion with some of the top stars in their fields, from business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, literature, and current events. If you're looking for what's next and comparing it to what's now or what's past, look no further than the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. Hey, everyone. I'm back with Mike Sherbakov, who is an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, and an adventurer, which, again, I love that in uh, combination. For those of you who are just joining us, just before the break, we were talking about gratefulness, and I know, I know, some people are probably eye-rolling, but please bear with us in this because it's amazing how it really can change your life, especially if you're someone who's rolling your eyes right now. Um, And so Mike has a gratefulness process or procedure or practice, I guess I should say, um, as do we were just talking about pretty much everybody who's doing something big in the world. Um, you fall into it if you didn't just naturally have it. So Mike, can you tell us about your six morning rituals? Yeah, absolutely. They're, um, well, let me, let me actually give an example. Okay. If someone, uh, was, if you've ever been shopping for a car, let's say, because that's the, probably the easiest thing. And let's say you're you're shopping for a Prius or you just bought a brand new Prius and you're driving on the highway. All of a sudden, you start looking around and you start noticing what? Priuses around. Yes. And, or whatever car it is you're driving. You know, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what it is. And it's not like there are more of those cars out there. It's actually you are noticing them. So what does that mean? We have a part of our brain called the RAS, the reticular activating system, and it's responsible for recognizing patterns. So at any given time, there's 20 million external stimuli around us, the things that we're looking at, things we're hearing, things we're, we're smelling, we're touching, we're feeling, all of this, right? 
And there has to be a part of the brain that's that's saying, hey, pay attention, this is important, right? So for instance, with the Prius, you buy it, RAS clicks on, says, this thing is important to you, pay attention to it, and then you start to see it more, okay? So just like with the Prius, gratitude is actually something we can train our RAS to notice. And that's why if someone, even if even if you haven't been a grateful person your entire life, or if you said, you know, someone's rolling their eyes or they go, oh, this gratitude thing. I love it when we can combine science, you know, that's why I studied psychology with the feeling that I have. Because I've always known gratitude is important and we hear it all the time, but, but how does it actually apply? How does it actually work in our minds? So we can actually just like a physical muscle that we train at the gym, we can actually train the gratitude muscle. And the simple practice is by waking up and writing what it is you're grateful for at the beginning of each day. And if you want to take it a step further, what I do, everyone that's a close friend of mine in our community knows that whenever we sit down for a meal, whether it's lunch or dinner, before we eat, I love, or even while we're eating, I have everyone go around and just share what they're grateful for. And a lot of times it's the same thing. You know, I'm saying I'm, I'm grateful for my son. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for the surfing. I'm grateful for the community. I'm grateful. And it, it never gets old. There's no such thing as too much gratitude. And so the simple practice of waking up and writing what your blessings are, what it is you're grateful for, and making that a consistent practice, you're training the gratitude muscle. And then all of a sudden you start looking around in your life and there's actually more to be grateful for. Are you ready for one of my favorite quotes, Devin? I love this. Yes. One. Yes. Okay. A grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. Ooh, that is a good one. I just love that, that that visualization of if we are grateful, if we really feel grateful in our hearts, it's a magnet. It's bringing more things in our life to be grateful for. And so I look around and, you know, I I can't even – I don't even know, you know, what to do sometimes with, <laughs> with the people in my life and the opportunities and the resources that are available um, because I feel so grateful. It's like this, it, uh, it, there's nothing like having a grateful heart. I think that's where it all begins. Ooh, I love that. You know, what's really funny. So I didn't know the science of that, but I just last week used that almost exact example. I just a different car <laughs> um, <laughs> um, to explain to someone why I think vision boards work. Um, in the concrete way of when you see something is what I was told. When you see something all the time, you notice it out in the world. So when you're present with what it is on your vision board that you want, you see that Prius. Uh, so I just thought that was so interesting that you brought the science into it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it also first, what it does, it, it creates a possibility in someone's mind. And that's a really important concept because um, that's why I love having conversations like this. And I love having conversations with other people who are doing great things in the world because um, until the possibility exists, you can't step into that possibility and make it a reality, right? Are you yeah. are you familiar with Roger Bannister and the four-minute mile? No. Actually. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I love this story. So uh, it, it, 1960-something, I, I don't know the exact date, but the, the four-minute mile had not been broken. And um, it was widely known in the running community and the scientific community that it, it can't be possibly broken because of um, the human body and, and physiology uh, and physics limitations, right? Our bodies cannot break the four-minute mile. That's just what was widely regarded as truth. Okay. This guy, Roger Bannister, comes around and guess what he does? He breaks the four-minute mile. <gasps> okay. Guess what happens that exact same year? What? 13 more people break the record. What? 
Now, why does that happen? Because then you believe you can. Because it's now a possibility. And so I think that that's such an important concept because you talk about vision boards, you talk about gratitude. I think that a lot of times, and I can certainly speak from experience, I had limited myself on what I thought I could do. You know, and very quickly in the Marines, you learn that when you're, when you think you're done, you're not even close to your actual potential. So maybe someone that's listening is, is at a point in their life where they go, no, I, that's not for me, or I can't possibly do that, or, you know, I can't, I can't lose that weight, or I can't be healthy, or I can't. You have to imagine, you have to know it's a possibility first. And when it's a possibility, then you can step into it as a reality. And so gratitude is one of those practices of whether you think you can or can't be a grateful person, here's a way to actually do it and step into it. So yeah, vision boarding, gratitude, they're all such important pieces. Wow. Yeah. I Okay. So I know that the gratitude, you do have six whole steps for greatness in the morning. Do you want to share the others? Yeah, well, I like to ask at the beginning of the day, um, what's in your bag? And um, your bag is your blessings, your affirmations, and your goals. Ah. And so the blessings are the things that you're grateful for. The affirmations are your I am statements. So there's something powerful about actually looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I am with whatever qualities that you want to embody. So I am strong. I'm confident. Again, even if you don't feel it, there's actually a wonderful TED talk called fake it until you become it. It's mm-hmm. not about fake it till you make it. But, but when you actually embody it, like, you know, right now, if you hunch over and round your shoulders forward and put your chin down, you can feel the energy in your body where you're probably, you know, not uh, as excited. You're not as confident. You're, you maybe even start to feel a little bit sad. If you now sit up and roll your shoulders back and kind of puff the front of your chest out, you start to feel more confident. So you can absolutely, with these affirmations, embody these important feelings of of strength and confidence and grace or however you want to show up or patience or, or grateful or compassion, however you want to show up. And then the G is your goals. And these aren't just random arbitrary goals. These are actually, I call them MITs, the most important things for the day. So last year, people asked me what um, I like to give a recommended read uh, of, you know, people ask what my favorite book was. And for 2017, it was The One Thing by Gary Keller. Have you read that book, Devin? I haven't read it, but I have heard about it. Yeah, it's wonderful. There's also another one called Essentialism by Greg McCallum. That's, I I say essentially the same thing, but I can't use that in the title. (sighs) Uh, And, but, you know, it's the one thing is all about. We're really good at uh, a false sense of productivity. We're really good at uh, wearing this busy badge as a badge of honor, right? People ask us, how are we doing? Oh, we're busy. We're busy. Well, are, are we actually doing the things that matter most? And so with these goals at the beginning of the day, getting really clear on what's actually going to move the needle. So for instance, if, if fitness is important to you, if your wellness is important to you, then the first thing that needs to go on there is you know a, a walk or yoga or gym, whatever your thing is. And you actually don't do anything else. You don't answer emails. You don't go on social media. You don't do anything until that is done. And so really um, prioritizing the things that are most important to you. And if you just write down the three at the beginning of the day, then everything else becomes a bonus. Hmm. I completely agree. It is, it is amazing uh, how, I don't know, I just find that my days that I start with something like this are so much more productive and positive. And it is especially easy, I think, today in the world of social media to get 
caught up in like just spending time on Facebook or just spending time on Instagram and being like, where did the day go? They're, the, those platforms are designed to keep you on. Devin, do you, know, yeah. do you know the most valuable resource that we have in our lives? Oh, what is it? Take time. a guess. Time. Most, most people say time. Oh. I'm going to take it one step further and actually say that it's your attention. Because if you're not attentive to your time, what happens? It goes away. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so every single platform, every single company in the world is vying for your attention. Facebook mm-hmm. has an entire team. I mean, they're spending millions of dollars on how do we keep your attention longer? How do we keep you on for a half a second longer, right? How do we create this little red notification that hits the little dopamine and serotonin receptors so, so you stay on, right? And mm-hmm. they've shown it has the same kind of effects as sugar or drugs. I mean, and, and so these companies are investing millions and billions of dollars in grabbing your attention. And that's why at the beginning of the day, it's so important to say, no, 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 I am in control of my attention. I want to place my attention in the areas that matter most because we've all been there before where you, you get on Instagram, you get on Facebook and all of a sudden it's an hour later or you get on Netflix and you know, you've watched five it's episodes hours later. <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden it's midnight and you're, oh my gosh, where'd the day go? Because because you're not attentive to your time. And so in this finite amount of time that we have here with our lives, which you know are going to be gone at, at you know, relatively shortly in, in the grand scheme of things. Let's actually put our attention, let's put, let's put our action and our thoughts and our energy into the things that are important to us. And that comes down to being attentive to, to what we're doing with our thoughts, our words, our actions. You know, it's funny that you say that because I am not the biggest social media person, if I'm honest, which is reflected in my like numbers or whatever. Um, and it's funny because I really do wrestle with that now with jelly bean. Like, I don't want to be taking a picture of her every single time I see her to put, I mean, I can't put her on Facebook right now anyway, but it's just not how I want to spend my time with her. And I know that's not awesome in people feeling like they're hugely part of my life, which I do wrestle about wrestle with, but yeah, it is interesting how, like what that fine line is of, you know, being open and sharing, but then also like having quality time with her that I'm not always thinking, I need my camera. <laughs> right. And there's definitely, you know, everyone has that their own balance. I think it comes back to, because people ask me about that all the time too, of, well, how much is, is too much? Or some people say, I, I just don't want to do social media at all. And then you just n- don't even know if they exist or not. Because <laughs> right. yeah. you know, it's been years since you talked to them. So everyone, this is where that divine discomfort comes into. I think it's being really honest with ourselves. It, again, it's kind of this guiding tool that we have within us of, do you feel like you're spending too much time on social media? And if you do, then you get to cut back a little bit. And then, you know, I, do you feel like you maybe need to spend a little more time socializing? And I have those moments too, where I can be so into my work because I'm living my mission. I'm living my purpose. And it's very easy for me to have, you know, 12 hours where I'm sitting at my laptop working away and I, I oh my gosh, it's, you know, the end of the day. And I need I need some social interaction and um, spending time with friends or you know sharing with my community what it is I'm working on and so um, I think we get to feel into what that balance is for us. Mm. Well, speaking of which, I know that you have a worksheet for people um, to help them figure out what their purpose is. You know, we're sitting here being like, you can't lose weight if you don't have purpose, and uh, you can help with that, right? 
Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, and I've studied this. I, I, I've committed my life to this and I, I won't stop. Uh, it's one of these things that I will do for the rest of my life. I, I will always continue to learn and refine. And, um, and, and with that said, I've kind of boiled down all of these different teachings and principles and found what really works in my life. And um, I, I call it, you know, finding your purpose in less than five minutes. Oh. And if, if someone doesn't know what their purpose is, it helps them figure out what it is. If someone feels like they already know their purposes, like me, I actually all re- come back to the worksheet and I redo it all the time just to make sure, you know, because it changes and, that, and that's great. But this is where your purpose is right now. And so do you want to walk through that really quick? I would love it. Okay. I cool. would also love it if you could tell people where they can get it so that they yeah. can jump over there right now if they want. Oh, wonderful. Yes, yeah, so it's on the Greatness Foundation website. Um, you can Google Greatness Foundation or you can, um, it's on my website as well. So it's right on the front. If you go on my homepage, it says, uh, do you know what your life purpose is? And you just put in your email, I'll send it over right away. And same thing with the Greatness Foundation because it's 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 on both of those websites because it's it's so important um, to us that everything is done with purpose, right? Even at the Greatness Foundation, we help um, we st- we help people start and grow their purpose-driven brands. Well, to have a purpose-driven brand, <laughs> you need to have a purpose, right? So it's at the core. It's a, it's the step one of everything that we do. So I'll give people the the high level uh, view of of how to find it in just a few minutes. Okay. Um, very quickly, though, your website is MikeSherbakoff.com, which is yes. S-H-E-R-B-A-K-O-V, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. perfect. Not, not sure. as easy as... Uh, <laughs> 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 um, perfect. All right. So to find your purpose, three steps. Uh, okay. First one is take a minute and write down your passions, the things that you're excited about. And as, as Howard Thurman says, the, the things that make you come alive. So whether it's, it's travel, it's yoga, it's reading, it's writing, it's whatever it is, just start <laughs> listing out all your passions. Yep. Second one is take a minute and write down your strengths. Another way of asking this is what are your God-given abilities? What do people say that you're good at, right? Are you, are you logical? Are you uh, creative? Are you really great at graphic design? Are you really great at, at cooking? Are you really great at organizing? What, whatever your, your strengths are, write all of them down. And then the last one is write down what I call a connection. So a cause you feel really connected to in the world. We know that there are a lot of challenges our world is facing from social and environmental. Um, Is there one that really pulls at your heartstrings the most, right? Is Is it children who don't have opportunity? Is it education? Is it basic needs? Whatever that is. And then I found that where those three things intersect, and I like to pick the the top three from the first category, the top three from the second one, and then the connection. And notice this doesn't tell you kind of what your job or your career is or anything, but what it tells you is these are the things that you're passionate about, that you're good at, and that you're connected to. And if you can use that as a guiding star and every decision you make, every time you reach a crossroads of do I go this way or that way, let that be what guides and dictates your, your actions, eventually you'll be living into your purpose. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does. So, so the really quick example is at Friday night, someone calls and says, let's go out for drinks. 
you kind of think about your purpose. Well, is, is going out for drinks <laughs> in alignment with this bigger purpose of mine? And if it's not, then you go, you know what? I'm actually going to get to bed early and taking care of my mind and my body. It's important. And I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning early instead and go to a yoga class and then eat healthy. Oh, I love that. It's so true. I mean, granted, you know, we there are times when that going out, well, I'm not a cocktail person, so I completely agree with this. And you know what? We are going to pick this up. We have to jump into a break. But yeah, I love what you just time. said. I hope, I know, perfect timing because people can go and do write these things down. And we come back, we will uh, elaborate a little more. And then we're going to hear about Mike's adventures and some upcoming ventures that you might be able to participate in. So stay tuned, everyone. follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel if you think you've seen online tv before let us surprise you voiceamerica.tv is online now the leader in live internet talk radio has done it again multiple channels a state-of-the-art viewing experience live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day it's exactly what you want when you want it voiceamerica.tv from health and wellness to business sports and everything in between discover our new world visit voiceamerica.tv now and experience the future of online television voiceamerica.tv Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I'm here with Mike Sherbakov, who is an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, an adventurer, which we're going to get into in this segment. And uh, he is the man behind the Greatness Foundation, which is just awesome. And it's funny, we were talking during the break and he's like, oh, let me know if you want me to gear this more toward nutrition because he also has a huge nutrition background. And interestingly, as I said in the beginning, like I just feel like it's so important these other steps in being healthy in every way will, you know, when I found my passion, that's when I was able to lose weight. Yes, you can count calories until you're crazy. And yes, I don't want to belittle the rest of my brand because if I didn't have a chocolate cake that was like absolutely amazing and lower calorie, it would also be hard for me to lose weight. But I just think that the obsession for me went away when I started all of these practices that we're talking about. So before the break, uh, we were... Ah, jumping into so many amazing things that I um, want to get back to. But I'm curious, Mike, uh, you have some adventures coming up. So let's go there first. What are those adventures? 
Yeah. Well, let me actually, I'm going to rewind to okay. uh, probably six and a half years ago where I was doing a workshop and um, they asked a, a very important question that uh, I remember and I love to ask other people. And then they said, if you had all of the money and the time in the world, what would you do? If you had all of the money and the time in the world, what would you do? And I, I always love asking myself that question, uh, even still, because it's it's kind of this indicator of um, what what are you really excited about? It's another way of asking kind of what what do you think your purpose is? And okay. so there's three things that come up for me. First one is to travel around the world and have amazing adventures with loved ones. The second one is to learn everything I can and connect with amazing people. And the third one is to give back in any way that I can. And so um, knowing that these are the three things that, that I want to do for the rest of my life, it's the Greatness Foundation becomes a vehicle for me too to do all of those. And so the adventures and the connecting with amazing people and the giving back needs to be an integral part of it. And that's why when people ask, um, well, how do you know that this is what you're going to do for the rest of your life? Well, because it, it's filling all of those needs for me. It's filling all of the things that are most exciting to me. And so, you know, in terms of what it'll look like 10 or 20 years from now, I don't know. But at, at, as it stands right now, those are the things that are most exciting to me. So, so I, that, I, it's important for me to preface, you know, the adventures with that's what's important to me. And I, I've also noticed talking with other people that that's those same kinds of things are, are what is important to others as well, right? People want to travel, they want to give back, they want to meet amazing people. So, so with that said, we, um, we, we have a lot of great projects. Um, we've been doing the house build projects in Mexico uh, for the last six years, and we do those every three months. So we actually, uh, we have one next month, uh, which is over capacity, which is a great problem to have. These wow. now fill up months and months in advance um, to the point where we're waitlisting. Uh, wow. So the one after, isn't that great? Yeah, and, it's amazing. And, uh, it just speaks, you know, it speaks to the 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 amazing people in the community, the the people who are raising their hands and saying, "Yes, we want to make a difference." Um, so the one after that in Mexico is in October. And by the way, these are both double house builds, meaning when we first started going down to Mexico, we were building one house at a time. Now our community's grown so much so that we have companies that are reaching out and saying, we want to sponsor an entire second home. Companies and families, actually. The one in July is with is with a wonderful family that joined us uh, on a previous build. And they say, we're going to sponsor the entire second house. And um, and so we'll do two in one weekend. Wow. So um, October is the next one. And that one's available. And these are open for everyone to join. Like this is so important to me personally in my life too. I'm a very inclusive person. I love having everyone part of just like this conversation. I want everyone to listen to it and be, you know, feel like they're here with us. Um, so all of these projects that I'm talking about and and trips are open to anyone to join. And wow. and I encourage everyone to join because you'll see the impact that it can have. I, I you know, people, their relationships are changed. They're, 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 entire being, their wellness, their, uh, you know, their careers. There are so many things that shift when you have experiences like this. So alongside uh, Mexico, we're going back to Nicaragua. We um, helped open a school there last year that was made out of plastic bottles. Um, so we're going back and we're doing feeding programs and a healthcare clinic and um, house builds there as well in Nicaragua. We're going to Wait, Kenya. Wait, a 
sorry to interrupt, but yeah. wait, a school was built out of bottles? Yeah. it's um, So the community uh, went around and gathered. There's a lot of trash in this area of Hikaleo, Nicaragua. And um, they took plastic bottles and they filled them up with sand and then used those plastic bottles as the walls. And you still use cement and everything, but it saves roughly 70% of um, the construction costs uh, to use um these plastic bottles and it looks oh, so wow. cool if they go on the greatness foundation website they can see the pictures um, oh my God. It, you see it looks like stars on the walls but that's actually the bottom of the um pop bottles that are painted in white so it's this green school with this you know these white stars and the stars are each uh, a different plastic bottle that was filled with sand and used for the construction which is really cool Oh, cool. Yeah. And then we're uh, we're going to Kenya for the first time this year, and um, we're excited for, for that project. Uh, we're going back to Bali. We were just in Bali a couple months ago, and we're doing a retreat there. Um, and then we also offer San Diego retreats. Um, people... Huh. You know, San Diego is such a beautiful place and, and um, a lot of this kind of work, the things we were talking about, gratitude and purpose and contribution and connection, you know, we, we have three pillars at the Greatness Foundation. It's be, do, give. And we really think if people want to go out and create a better world, it starts with themselves. And ex- our external world is a reflection of our internal world. And so the retreats that we run here in San Diego and the retreats retreats we run in Bali is really all about the be. It's about um, connecting with yourself and, and being a more grateful, compassionate, kind, loving person. And then we move into the other areas of doing, putting into action, and then giving, going out in the community and giving back. I love it. Well, the other thing I love about this is I always tell somebody, especially when they're stuck weight loss wise, like find a charity project, but find an active one. So I can imagine that you're burning a heck of a lot of calories building <laughs> a house in a couple of days. Oh it's, my gosh. Yeah. Like there's a lot of sweat and uh, maybe I, I will s- at the end. <laughs> yeah. I will say we do get tacos on Friday night. So I don't know if that falls into um, <laughs> the prescription, but you know, it's uh, I think there's also something to be said about this, you know, healthy relationship with food as well. Um, where, where, when you're in community and you know you've spent an entire day working you know on building a house and and we go to an orphanage and we do a feeding program we go to the migrant camps and we work with the community and play with the kids there's something you know about sitting around and having tacos that i think you know normally people think tacos are really unhealthy but um you know, it's also the relationship of being in community and, and kind of rewarding yourself after, a, you know, a hard day of work that um, all of a sudden it, it takes on a bit of a different meaning. And the tacos are, are all of a sudden they're not as unhealthy as we think they are. Well, and I honestly, I mean, tacos, as long as you're not eating like the Americanized fried shells and, you know, putting fried food in them and like tons of globs of, you know, mayo coleslaw i mean tacos can be one of the most healthy things um but really i mean i'm gonna take that soundbite tacos can be healthy. i'm gonna tell everyone oh totally are you kidding we need to we need to spend more time on each other's websites no tacos can be great i mean corn tortillas and um if you put a good slaw in there that as i said isn't full of mayonnaise and some fresh fish like 
you know, great salsa and a little bit of hot sauce, you're in business. <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing better than the, kind of the really authentic tacos from Mexico, too. Oh, they're so good. Yes. And I mean, honestly, like tacos, again, from Mexico are like, you know, made with masa. It's corn, corn, lime and salt most of the time. It's not, uh, you know, in these packaged things in the American grocery stores um, that have like a laundry list of ingredients that you're like, what is all this? Yeah. And, you know, I think it, I, I wasn't planning on, on talking about this, but I, I'd love to get actually your thoughts. I, you know, as you mentioned, I, I studied nutrition and I went uh, through a, a number of certifications and got into, you know, the science of it and, and uh, how, you know, all these different foods affect us and macronutrients, micronutrients, everything. And then I learned uh, about Ayurveda. And for me, that just seemed to make so much more sense because, um, you know, quite simply it was, well, how does my body feel um, when I have these certain foods? Mm -hmm. And so just like with tacos, you know, I, I, we kind of say it as a joke, but at the same time, I, um, you know, I, I can eat them when we go on this house build trip in Mexico and I, I feel great. And I'm surrounded with other people who, you know, again, we're spending this weekend giving back. And um, so for me, and I, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this, this relationship with things that we eat, I, I really let um, my body tell me what's, what's working and what's not. If I'm feeling you know, tired or I have a headache or bloated or um, based on something that I just put in my body, I know to do less of that. And then the things that make me feel great and energized and alive, then I tend to have more of those. And that happens to be, you know, more whole food, plant-based. Well, yes. And when you do decide that you want to indulge in a little bit of chocolate cake or something, like I sometimes do, yeah. um, I think it's so important. And this kind of falls into everything we've been talking about, is that you embrace that instead of being like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't. And if you're doing it in a minimal way, in a way that you're truly enjoying. So if, I always say, if I go to a party and there's something like a chocolate hazelnut cake, like I'm getting a piece of that because that's one of my favorite things. <laughs> I'm getting a piece. <laughs> well, I, and I'm going to take a bite. You know, it's not a like huge wad of cake and, you know, and I don't bring that stuff into my home. But if I'm there, like I'll get a piece of cake and I'll try a bite. And if it's really good, I verbalize that it's really good. Like picture a low level version of the Herbal Essences commercials <laughs> um, where I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And like people are like, I'm surprised you're eating that, you know, and it's like, but the thing is, I'm enjoying it. And it it's it's like actually feeding me and creating this like allowance, I guess, in a way. And I found that since I've been doing that, instead of when years ago, I used to sit with my girlfriends and they'd be having a conversation at dinner and I'd be like, I can't have a piece of bread. I can't blah, blah, blah. And it's like stale gross bread anyway. So I, I just believe there's so much power in our thoughts and our mind. And so when you're on these retreats and you're enjoying these tacos in that community, that's part of you know, the culture of what you've just built. I really believe in a weird way, it's less calories than if you were sitting in your house by yourself at night, like mowing on tacos. If I that makes any yeah, sense at all. Exactly. I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, that makes sense. It's just like the positivity that surrounds it makes it okay. Yeah. All right. We have like three minutes left, which is such a bummer. Um, can you again, tell people how they can find you and the Greatness Foundation? Yeah. So, um, 
at Mike Sherbakov. So Mike and then S-H-E-R-B-A-K-O-V. Um, you know, on Instagram and and Twitter and I think oh, Facebook, yeah. all of that stuff. Instagram. Yeah, and I and I yeah, and I love you know I do Instagram stories just to share where I am, and and that's probably the 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 way that I stay in touch um, most of the time. And then um, really the work, as we talked about at the Greatness Foundation. And one really important thing that I have to mention is, you know, a lot of people will say, Mike, great job, or Mike behind the Greatness Foundation. I have to always reiterate that um, we would not be able to do what we do without an amazing team and an amazing community. It's always a we and an our conversation. This is not me or mine or anything like that. In fact, everyone that's listening, when they come on projects with us, which again, you're all invited to, it becomes a we and an our conversation. You are what makes the the Greatness Foundation community exist. You know, you're the reason that these house builds fill up and, and these families now have a roof over their head and these children have a school that they can go to. So, um, yeah, it's thegreatnessfoundation.com, or if it's easier, it's just greatness.ngo. Hmm. Interesting. Cool. And so I wanted to go back really quickly. We have like all of two minutes, so this is going to have to be so fast. But okay. when you, I loved your example about like going out for a drink versus, you know, then are you going to feel like doing your workout in the morning? And I will say that I'm not a big drinker and I'm not that girl who does that. But there is a place for that, I think, if you are truly being fed by the conversations that are happening when you're having those drinks. And then you can fit your workout in in the afternoon. <laughs> right. And well, and like you said, really, and I know we've got one minute. You yeah. know, I, 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 we say, for me, entrepreneur, uh, philanthropist, adventure. So part of life's adventures is, is going out and you have to enjoy life. And so it's not about being super strict about everything. <clears throat> in fact, I learned that in the Marines. Like I didn't love being super strict and disciplined about everything all the time. It's about going out and enjoying life. So if, yeah, of course, if you want to go out on a Friday night and enjoy yourself, absolutely. But it's more of the, as you zoom out, the bigger picture, you know, what do you value? What's important to you? As long as you make more of those decisions while absolutely enjoying the ride along the way, that's really important. Yay. Oh my God. You are so amazing. Thank you so much. I'm going to see if I can fit in one of your retreats. Um, uh, but either that. way, I'm definitely going to be on your, uh, on your website and checking things out as I'm sure that people will. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Devin, thank you so much for having me. I've had a lot of fun. Oh, and, uh, everyone, I will, uh, see you next week. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening to Have It All. Be sure to join Devin Alexander for another great show next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until we talk again, have a fit and fun week.